Turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 116. Psalm 116. Read along with me in your Bibles as I read the psalm to you. Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compassed me and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise ye the Lord. Truth be told, I have enough here for about 45 minutes, but I'm going to condense it a little bit. And I want to focus mostly on how David delighted in his prayer time with the Lord and the ability he had to come before the Lord and offer thanksgiving and supplications and his prayers to him. Verse 1 starts out, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. A good reason to love the Lord is because he has heard us when we pray to him. And David delighted in that. We should be able to say this without the slightest hesitation, that I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Verse 2 says, Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Once again, we have good reason to call upon him as long as we live because he does hear us. He is forever the same, never changing. He inclines his ear to us, meaning that he listens attentively to us, but he has to condescend to us in order to hear hear us. But he is pleased to hear our prayers, and he answers them quickly. Although we do not always see see the reasons why he does what he does, it is oftentimes answers to our prayers that we don't understand. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. We should rejoice that we have a direct prayer line with the Lord. Amen. In verse 3 and 4 go together. David many times had many, many reasons to sorrow. He had uh, many sorrows and tribulations. But in these times, he says in verse 4, Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. This is a very simple prayer. This is a very direct prayer. How often do we wax eloquent but never reach the Lord's ears? Verse 5, gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. Consider with me, the Lord hears our prayers, he answers our prayers, 
He gives good gifts to his children. The Lord destroys and punishes the wicked. The Lord shows mercy to us. The gracious is the Lord and righteous. We have much reason to rejoice in the Lord. He is merciful to us, and even more so than David, he's given his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Let's go to verse 7. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. I greatly enjoyed in this psalm reading how David expressed his feelings. In this, he says, Return unto thy rest, O my soul. How often are we distressed? How often are souls gone astray and we feel lost and we don't know what to do? But the Lord has heard our prayers. And here David understands that. The Lord has heard his prayers and his supplications. He has heard his voice crying in the night. He says, my soul can rest. Our souls can rest because the Lord does hear us. And the Lord has dealt bountifully with us. He has chosen us, saved us. He has regenerated us. He's forgiven us. And he has made a way for us to find him in prayer. Verse 8 says, For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, my feet from falling. We could take a while to expound upon each one of these points, but simply the Lord has saved us from hell. He has delivered our soul from death, our eyes from tears. We have no reason to grieve or to be in shame anymore because he has, he has paid the appreciation for our sins. Psalm 6.6 6 says, I am weary with my groaning. All the night make on my bed to swim. I water my couch with tears. David often cried, but the Lord has delivered him his, his eyes from tears. And our feet from falling, we don't have to sin. We don't have to fall. The Lord has given us a strength to do what is right. Romans 12, 21 says, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Verse 9, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. How are we walking? Are we walking before the Lord, or are we walking hand in hand with the world and delighting in the things of this world? Enoch pleased God and was translated. Are we pleasing the Lord in our walk with him? Let's go to Psalm, uh, verse 11. He said, I said in my haste, all men are liars. This verse is mostly true. All men, most men are liars. But this teaches us a simple lesson about speaking hastily. All men are not liars. There are faithful few who speak the truth. We must learn to bridle our tongues and not make hasty judgments of men. Verse 12, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? For all that he's done for us, what will we do? Will we offer the sacrifice of praise? Will we thank him? Hebrews thirteen fifteen says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Yes. This is what, what we should be about for all his benefits toward me, and yes. walking before him in a way that is manner, in a, in a way that's pleasing to him. Let's go to verse 14. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Lord, David had made many prayers and supplications, and the Lord had answered many of them. And he gave the Lord thanks and praise before the people for answering his prayers. Will we give thanks and praise to the Lord in private and in public? <coughs> For what he has done for us, will we offer that sacrifice of praise? Verse 15, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. It seems to be a random verse in here, but it teaches us that even in our death, 
we have no reason to be sorrowful. We can delight in that the Lord delights in our death. Yes. Right. He has saved us from so much. Yes. And we have no reason to be sorrowful. Verse 16, O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Here David claims and of a truth that he is the Lord's anointed, the Lord's son and his servant. Thou hast loosed my bonds. What has the Lord saved you from? The bonds of earthly affliction and distress. He's freed you from the bonds of sin and death and hell. And we are free to do the Lord's will because we are not under bondage. We are free from this world to be his servants. We have so much to be thankful for. Verse 17, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. David here gives thanks for deliverance from earthly and spiritual hell. David esteems the prayer of thanksgiving better than ceremonial law. How are we giving thanks and praise to the Lord? It's not just verbally, it is also with our lives and how we walk before him. Even in the times when no one sees us, how are we giving thanks and praise to the Lord by the way we live? Verse 18 and 19 go, go together. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. We can give thanks that our God is not in Jerusalem. He's not in a temple. He's not behind a veil. Well, that veil has been torn from top to bottom. We have direct intercession through Jesus Christ to him, our Father, more so than David. Do you not think that maybe David, if he had the same blessings we had, he would take advantage of it? I'm sure he would. Why was it in the Lord's house? Because those of like precious faith were there. And they could rejoice with David in all that the Lord had done for him. And at the end, he says, praise ye the Lord. What is there to praise the Lord for? He has heard us. He has heard our prayers, our voice, our supplications to him. We can rejoice that the Lord God Almighty hears and answers our prayers. The Lord has made this very real to me this week, the week before, and really the past month. His approachability and the lengths he's gone to to make himself available to us. And in prayer, I've... I've been very blessed to spend much time with the Lord and to feel his presence with me through it. Amen. We can rejoice in the direct line of communication we have with him this morning. Will we take advantage of it? Yes. Will we go before him often, praying without ceasing? And will we give thanks before the Lord and before our brethren so that they can rejoice and give thanks to the Lord with us and praise his name through it? Yes. May his name be praised. Amen.